Welcome back to Sci-Fi Cross-Sections, the podcast about everything sci-fi. We watch, read, play, digest, analyze, and come back and tell you what you think about it. I just want to say thank you for tuning in again. Today we are going to talk about Blood Machines. Colin, please take this away from me. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. It's me, your sci-fi boy, Colin Brandon, and joining me tonight is... I'm Bill Jarvis. Andrew is back. And as Bill had told us, we are here to talk about Blood Machines. Uh, Blood Machines was written and directed by Seth Ickerman. Uh, Real quick, Seth Ickerman is a pseudonym for Rafael Hernandez and Savitri Jale Gonfar. That was gobbledygook. What are those sentences? You gotta say real words. (laughs) What? Real words. I want real Raphael words. Rafael Hernandez. I think we got that, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But the other one. Savitri Jolly Gonfard. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. So hey, hang on. I'm, I'm going to put this Angle into per- Humperdinck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to put this into perspective for you real quick. Uh, they're French. Oh. It's, in order, it's that Simpsons uh, joke. To pronounce it correctly, I would have to pull out your tongue. Yeah. So. They, it, it's kind of like the same thing with James S.A. Corey is Ty Frank and Daniel Abraham. Uh, uh, Seth Ekerman is Rafael Hernandez and Savitri Jolie Gonfard. Okay, Wait, but you're, Seth Ekerman is two guys? Yes, two people. Okay, okay but, you, but you say pseudonym, but... Oh, wait, okay. is that, that the right thing? No, no, you're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. Uh, that's... It's a an pseudonym, alias. but I was I was thinking like an I am Voldemort sort of thing, and I don't oh, know no, why no, my no, brain no, did no, that. No, no, no. that that's okay. Oh, an anagram? Yeah, anagram. Um, Nagaram? A mammogram? Oh, no, wait, black no, that's a real thing. Lamb. That's actually a thing. Anyways, Bamblam. Yes, uh, blood machines. This, <sighs> well, we'll get into it. But uh, starring starring uh, Eliza. Lazowski as Corey, which is the priestess with the red hair. Anders Heinrichsen as Vaskin, the douchebag spaceship captain. Christian Erickson as Lago, spaceship mechanic. Uh, Joel Berksman, oh, Berkmans, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I am so sorry, everyone. Joel Berkmans as Mima, which is the voiceless naked woman. Uh, a ghost a ghost and uh, Naomi Stevens as an unknown role that sucks <laughs> I gotta lie yeah we don't know who this lady was <laughs> we don't know how she got on set <laughs> she was she came in she you know looked around she was in kind of cool like clothes they were mostly rags and we're like hey you want to be in this show and we're like i'm working yeah. for craft services then <laughs> <laughs> that's and that's how that's how her her future career got jump started so um mm-hmm. she actually might have played another one of the ai uh naked women so could be all right Anyways, fuck, can anyone tell me what this is about? Because Ben's not here. Can anyone tell me what this is about? Well, I um, I would love to 
if uh, I can come back from this trip that I was on. But I think one of the things that we should mention is... An artificial intelligence escapes her spaceship to turn into a female ghost and challenges two Blade Runners to a galactic chase. It's the Blood Machines. You know what's funny is. Christ, what did this even cost? I don't know. It was a very, very expensive music video. That's all I have to say. But it was a three-parter, too. Like, like, Was it even a music video, though? I feel like it would probably be considered a music video for the lack because of the plot. Was, <laughs> the, the, score, the score was great. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Carpenter yeah. Brut. So that was, was all done by... Have we mentioned Carpenter Brut yet? No, we've not. Is that the correct pronunciation, so, okay. or is it Carpenter Bill? Don't know. Blue. Is, well, how do you pronounce this? Blue. All right, Carpenter Blue. Brett. Yeah. Carpenter Blue. <laughs> Blue. That's um, all I'm allowed to say now. Blue. I don't know. He wouldn't He wouldn't respond to my challenge on Twitter. Yeah. Well, we did. We were very, very uncouth about everything that we did there, so... Yeah, but like, think about how brands interact with each you know, other on every Twitter time I, every time I You feel have like to be considered a brand. To come on here, I feel like every time we ask someone to come on here, they always go back to that Star Wars episode where Miller mentions pegging. <laughs> and we instantly lose all credibility. Like, I just want to tell you right now that my students know that I podcast and they really want to listen to my podcast. They want to know what it is. Oh, and no. I can't, <laughs> I literally can't tell them. Because Miller once talked about pegging mm-hmm. <laughs> on this podcast. Well, he's, I can't tell you. I was students. so fucking embarrassed also, about also, that when also, I was dating Rachel. I, I remember. Also on the, uh, the uh, was it Raised by Wolves, we talked about literally just like milk jizz raining down from the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ah, to be fair, that was 95% of the show. Yeah. To be fair, to be fair, to be fair, yes, um, to be fair, and anyways. in um, and in uh, Valerian, we talked like Ben used the word fuck toy twice <laughs> in very quick succession, and I was very, I was, I was kind of uncomfortable to be about honest. that. Actually, can we go cancel Ben now, please? Yeah, yeah. canceled. He's not here yes, today. He's canceled, so he can't defend yeah. himself. Ben, welcome to cancel culture. The Benestration. All right, out the window. The cancel cast. Okay, so. We 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 got off track here a little bit. A little bit. Carpenter Brut. Bell. Bell. Carpenter. Carpenter Bell. Carpenter Bell. Let's do nothing ever related to French ever again. Anyway, continue. This is the last one. This is the last one. We're going out with a uh, high note. Um, and that note is bleh. for me. For me, he was the strongest part of this entire three-part little series. I don't know what you want to call it. I guess that's what mm-hmm. it is. Um, not enough of him. Like, if it was literally just Carpenter Brit blasting through my speakers the entire time and no dialogue, mm-hmm. this would be one of the greatest things I've ever seen. But, well, that exists. It's called listening to Carpenter Brit on Spotify. I, I know, I know, I know. 
But with these visuals, these mm-hmm. were good visuals. Right. Yeah. With Carpenter Brut just blasting at me would have been great. Yeah. The fact that they just tried to put like a plot in there with like dialogue mm-hmm. kind of just diluted it a lot. No, you're right. Yeah, I looked into this. I looked into it just to see if like Seth Eckerman was a pseudonym for Carpenter Brut, and then I found out it wasn't. So I'm like, okay, sure well, isn't. No, this there was, goes my uh, running theory. So this was written and, and directed uh, by two guys. Yes. Neither of them Both were Carpenter. Neither of them were Carpenter Brut. Neither was, yeah. Um, and I still think he was the strongest aspect to this series. Well, this is a sequel to his music video for for Turbo Killer. Killer. Turbo Killer, yeah. Which is off of um, the album Trilogy, which is his first album, which is kind of funny. So, so, uh, so hang on, Miller, are you a Carpenter Brut fan? I thought that I thought that's partially why we did this, why why we're covering this. Yeah. So this was supposed to be in a collaboration with a podcast that I never ended up starting. <laughs> was it I about- was going to be starting up a music podcast with my nephew. We're going to just review, mm. like we're going to do album reviews or whatever, and um, it never ended up happening. And this was going to be the crossover collaboration um, episode, and. Uh, I guess it's just, I guess this, this episode existing even right now is just a residual of that idea. Mm. Well, I, I think it's also well within the realm of sci-fi cross sections though. I mean, oh, having watched blood machines, it definitely is. I am. Um, yeah. I mean, when I initially saw the trailer for this, that it was coming to, um, that it was coming to shutter and that there was an advertisement for shutter. Basically I was interested mm-hmm. as soon as I saw it, as soon as I visually, mm-hmm. it's cause it's visually striking. I mean, it's, you know, it's not really something that there are a lot of weird visual concepts that are integrated in this that you don't really see. And well, obviously mainstream, but really any sort of film. And I thought that was, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's just so cool to visually see. It's, it's, it's cool to visually experience the movie and the soundtrack is amazing. But like Colin said, they didn't do the, they didn't do very much with character or plot. So I feel like they should have focused and doubled down on what they're good at. You know, like yes. double down on what you're good at and throw out the rest. You know, so that's that was basically my feeling about it. Emily just sat over here and was just like, This uh this makes no sense. Nothing's happening. Yeah. <laughs> so so I will say that if you look at like the work of um these directors, Rafael Hernandez and Savitri Jolie Gonfard, um they yeah, main, they mainly do uh, music videos. Mm-hmm. So did they direct the music video for Turbo Killer? Yes. Mm. Yeah. All um, right. So that's kind of like their wheelhouse. So okay. as soon as you like start to incorporate things like plot and characters, not exactly their forte. They also do commercials, from what I've seen. Right. So that's fair. Uh, and that's kind of the. That's kind of the feeling that I was getting from it was just like this was really like, like you said, like an advertisement or like a, a, a music video that was trying to be more, you know, and it's, it's really like if it would have, like I said before, if it would have just doubled down, it would have been great, I think. It would have been an experience. Yes, if it was just loud as fuck synthwave music over really striking, weird-ass sci-fi, trippy visuals, mm-hmm. I would have enjoyed it. 
my favorite moments was when the credits were rolling because that's when the music was really popping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate to say it, but I was like, that's what I wanted. Yeah. I just wanted 100% more Carpenter Brit. I did not get him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of the unfortunate thing, I think, when um, you're trying to do these these synthwave artists. Synthwave as a genre isn't what I would call incredibly popular. Mm-hmm. No. It's a great genre. I I I really love um, a lot yeah. of the artists in the genre. I found you had asked me if I was a Carpenter Brett fan, and I am. But I found him through um, the soundtrack for Hotline Miami. If either mm. of you played yeah, yeah. that game, it's not I, I, it's not sci-fi that, at all. Yeah, it's not sci-fi at all, but it's highly like '80s inspired, and a lot of synthwave ends up getting being like being '80s inspired in some way. Um, it's great music to drive to at like. 2 a.m. driving really fast on the highway. <laughs> um, but oh my goodness, what was that? No, I'm just. Thinking, oh my goodness, that sounds sinful. <laughs> oh, you drive fast on the so, oh, so fast no. on the highway. So fast on the highway, you can get so hurt. fast and so strong. Um, <laughs> so fast and so strong. Fuck. But yeah, so. Um, I really love uh, synthwaves as a genre. I mean, I've I've joked about covering uh, other synthwave albums on this just because it does. Like some of it has a really heavy sci-fi bent. Um, the two albums by Gunship definitely have a very sci-fi bent to them, um, and uh, we're we're covering um, tipping our hat to next week's episode we're covering terminator one mm-hmm. what's the name of the club that they go to in terminator one i have no idea tech noir tech noir really and what's the name of a what's the name of a um song by gunship it's tech noir oh. Oh, and it's wow. got a really it's got a really long like you know almost terminatory kind of like futuristic apocalypse intro to it yeah. um it's a great song, um, but yeah, a lot of a lot of synthwave, and I guess you know it it has this uh, sci-fi bent to it as a utility. You know, it's it's uh, you know it's synthesizer music. Oftentimes, it's like one guy doing all of the music. Um, that's it's it's just very sci-fi, very very beeps and boops, as uh, Mark would say. <laughs> I dig it. <laughs> beeps and boops. There's synthwave, which is interesting. I, I like that there's a musical genre called synthwave. And then there's a there's a very specific genre, uh, namely vaporwave, which is actually a meme. Uh- <laughs> vaporwave, yeah. Yeah, that's I feel like that's a discussion for another podcast. It's a discussion. Not even sci-fi cross sections. Like- not, not even like an episode of this podcast. It's yeah. a different thing. <laughs> I I personally, this is a, a peek behind the, the the sci-fi mirror for me. I personally love vaporwave and mm-hmm. future funk. Really, um, but I would not. <laughs> there's nothing sci-fi about it. I I don't know if I'd even. <laughs> it goes so far as to say I don't even think I would consider vaporwave and future funk a subgenre of synthwave. They're looking at it. They are actually, oh my God, this is so funny. So I looked up Vaporwave and Future Funk and the definition of Vaporwave showed up for Future Funk. So I think they're very closely related. 
they are very they're extremely closely related yeah but anyway this is not the future funk podcast this is the sci-fi cross section so. um <clears throat> all right so maybe maybe one day i'll do a future funk podcast we're gonna take Make a podcast we're gonna take a, a real quick spin into um some of the other themes of this show real quick um, yeah, you said this made you, you. You thought you had a religious experience. Well, we're not getting to there yet. We're gonna get there. Oh, all um, right. I'll cut that. Yeah, all right, whatever. Um, I actually, I want to just throw a few words out at you guys real quick, and I want you to tell me what you think. Toxic masculinity. Was it that too? Shows up. Was it too on the nose? Mm. I, I mean, like it shows up. Yeah, definitely shows up. I was distracted by the vaginas. But there vaginas. was a question. Was that the upside down cross? No, 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 no. The vaginas. There was a lot of bulbs, a lot of bobbles. They, they were all glowing. Why were they glowing? What, the upside down crosses? Yeah. Oh, no, the vagina is part of the upside down cross in this show, mm. if you notice. Uh, but but no, they're robots. Uh, I want to talk about... Uh, just briefly, it's it's really on the nose, but uh, the character of Vaskin. Oh, yeah. The captain. Yeah. Literally everything that comes out of his mouth is just like, oh, women. Fuck him, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah, uh, check out the legs on that broad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, okay, for one thing, that's a very real thing that, like, you know, you encounter with guys not gonna lie that is a very real thing all the time Mm -hmm. when (laughs) when it's just forced into this plot line oh man just did not fit it was awful well i think i think one of the one of the problems i also have (laughs) this is gonna sound so bad this is gonna sound so bad but stick with me here this film being almost pretty obvious uh english has a second language well, uh, um, are you talking about anders heinrichsen yeah so you know it's like kind of like the emoting i'm not saying he's a bad actor i'm saying that it was <sighs> look it's hard it's hard for me to talk about this and it's hard for me to judge because he was basically involved in something that was a glorified music video i'm gonna say it but I believe that that was one of the reasons why things came off a little on the nose or like on the, or like um, stereotypical, you know, in a lot of ways is that the fact that this was kind of trying to portray a story in English when it really shouldn't have. Well, I, no, I, I thought about that. And if people were speaking in their native language, they probably would have done a lot better. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I just don't think the writing was there. Literally, no, all of this not. guy's dialogue was just trying to reinforce the fact that he is a sexist pig the entire yeah. time. Which is well, well, think of, think about it from this perspective. How how long would you say each of these, uh, let's say, episodes are? Because there's uh, there's total runtime. The first it's one 15, was a... 21, and twenty one. Yeah, with credits less less than that. It's probably closer to like seven like 18 and 18 yeah these are very short like like with with credits notwithstanding these are very short episodes like 
there's no time to give this guy any development or nuance like the the it's like this guy's a sexist dick yeah. that's it like that's he's he's not a he's not a good guy he's not a guy you like it's not a guy you want to see succeed absolutely that's yeah that's about <laughs> that's about the crux of it i guess i guess i guess <laughs> i want to get to a point when like he gets his chest blown in with the giant laser rifle that scientifically that thing is sense. awesome it's such a cool effect it's such and a when cool he shot it when he shot it in uh either the first or like the very beginning of the second episode and then threw that lady into the beam because it was the beam was still there like mm-hmm. it for whatever reason like yeah. the light was that slow i was i was like oh shit that's so, awesome i do love that you can visibly see like the radiation like emanating off of this thing well i guess yeah. radiating off of this it was thing. really cool um but when he gets like killed in uh was episode three yeah i uh i wanted to cheer but i was like i don't care <laughs> i don't know it's i just the writing was that bad where i was just like i didn't have time to hate this guy <laughs> well i think I mean, it's it's obvious. I th- I feel like you know to think of it as a feature film. You know, they they. I feel like they were so afraid of that they made it three parts. You know, like they were just like three twenty minute parts. You know, three episodes instead of being like this is our feature film. They were like, oh, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Yeah, but and even then they- combined, it still doesn't even like reach feature film levels. It's literally. If you can, if you put it all together, it's still just a a standard episode of a TV show, right? Even with the Turbo Killer music video, yeah. it's not that long. No, yeah, this did not need to be chopped up like it did. I'm, it, no. I, I read a um, comment about how Shutter kind of uh, <laughs> did this really weirdly, just released this really weirdly instead of like one like forty five minute thing. It was three separate episodes like there's this was just not yeah there there wasn't enough time to get invested with this i think no definitely not i I don't think anybody disagrees with that i think that i think that you know you got to take it as it is you know and kind of come with that understanding that like okay first at the at the door just kind of set down your sort of like storytelling baggage for a second and just kind of get into it you know it's like and also i feel like a lot of this so after i finished the um all three i went back to turbo killer to watch the video and it kind of made me think that like i was watching turbo killer and i was like it seems like everything that they were trying to do in the um in the i guess blood machines was just trying to explain what was going on in the music video <laughs> like if that's what it felt like is that like you, we understand that you guys had no idea what was going on in that music video let's give like a little bit of background on what we thought was going on which honestly actually let me i think i just found something for turbo killer here pull up what the so the summary for this music video in case you haven't seen turbo killer look it up on youtube um but the summary is that after losing a dear person, Vane tried to capture her soul in a Christ- Christimonium diamond. What he doesn't know is that the diamond is not a pearl to the other side, but to f- the f- 
but to a far galaxy. When he uses it, he accidentally transports an alien princess to Earth. But her mother, queen of an entire galaxy, sends a brutal mercenary, known as Burning Void, to retrieve the princess. After a battle on the higher orbit, Void and Vane get new paths to follow, and the two galaxies are changed forever. Like, what? Hey, that's really awesome. <laughs> I cool. watched the Durbo Killer music video. Yeah. I did not get that. <laughs> no, at all. That. Any of that. This goes back to something that uh, Liam Gallagher uh, from Oasis said. Liam Gallagher is the more uh, reasonable of the, the the Gallagher brothers from Oasis. Noel being the other one, or maybe it's Noel. What? Well, whichever one's the more reasonable brother. The fucking music video is the most pretentious, like pieces of shit around like just his words paraphrase not mine like music videos are so up their own fucking ass and everybody thinks they're making citizen kane and you're making a less than five minute music video like (laughs) what are you thinking how is blood machines a sequel to turbo killer aside from like gas mask lady showing up and like i think the ghost of this is the same woman like it's does it's not this isn't real this isn't a real thing <laughs> yeah no i i don't know what to do i mean i mean yeah no you're right i mean i, <laughs> I mean what, what's the origin of the music video what was it like hair banging bands in the 80s made videos of themselves playing instruments and now you've created an art style well, hey, yeah and fucking hair metal bands in the 80s like music videos of those guys are like clips of them from their live shows Mm -hmm. and like messing around on the tour bus and like you know it's like oh oh he's oh he's messing he's got that guy's thing they're leaving without him they're leaving without him on the bus oh no (laughs) hijinks ensue (laughs) hijinks ensue like this is every like great white or like you know like poison music video is this like I don't know. It's it's them. There's some like wacky antics. Like this is this, this is something else. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. It, I mean, it's kind of taken on. I mean, I, I think that's. I think to say generally, you know, it's a, you're making a music video. Why do you think you're making Citizen Kane? I mean, I feel like it's become a sort of art form in its own way. Um, it yeah, can I mean, be. it can be. But I mean, but like you said, when people get up their own ass with a message. I feel like if a message is not like simple enough, I feel like if your message is too big, okay, here's an example of um of something and I don't mean to get weird about it, but like here's an example of something that did very well with its message was this is America, right? That was a huge message put into a really engaging video, and I feel like that did it well. Whereas Turbo Killer <laughs> <laughs> what can you say about turbo killer it's just a diff- what message to turbo killer i don't know have? you know they're trying to convey um so here here's um, something yeah it, it's kind of related to that um kind of related to that topic do you know what famous director david fincher did before he was doing some of the darkest movies like around Club, right yeah, like Fight Club Seven, right. Panic Room. Well, I don't know what was he doing. He he was doing oh, music videos. He did some music videos for bands and singers you might expect. He did some Nine Inch Nails music videos, um, some some others. He he 
did the he did music videos for like Billy Idol, Madonna, Paul Abdul, Aerosmith. Like I I think about some of the songs that he did. None of these songs, as far as I can tell, and and, and please viewers correct me if I'm wrong, but none of these songs are actually trying to say anything. They're just songs. They're three or four minutes. They are there and then it's over. And, and I don't want to understate, like I, I love music and I love like the power of music and I love things like that. But like these music videos, as far as I can tell, aren't trying to say anything like you don't need some grand, like thesis in a music video. Am I, am I, I think am I, I, way I understand the point that you're making like David Fincher, who's someone who makes things with uh -huh. messages and like very interesting twisted ideas made these very simple videos, music yeah. videos. Cause we know music videos don't have to have a huge message. I understand what you're saying there. I think, I think what I mean mm -hmm. to say is that the art sure. form has developed, but I also don't want to, I don't want to stick on this point for too long. I want, kind of want to talk about blood machines as like, I don't know. I mean, I'm looking up it right now on Carpenter Brute and um, and the director having worked on obviously Turbo Killer before and um, and like the idea of having a honestly. Oh, actually, I want to talk about some of the cool sci fi ideas that it has living machines. Mm -hmm. I thought that was pretty freaking cool. Yes. I thought that was a really, really cool concept. And the fact that like the machine had a ghost or a spirit that it would reach out into space. I thought that was a really cool concept. Yeah. Yeah. Like organic machinery or, or machines that I guess in, in their case mm -hmm. have like a life force, you know, like that, that's the whole crux of the, the first episode is that they're chasing like, you know, uh, Vaskin and uh, mm -hmm. what's the other guy's name? Lagos Lago. They're chasing down this, this ship they shot down and the, those, the, the ladies are like, it's alive. You know, it's a living creature. It's like, Oh, holy shit. Mm -hmm. This is an interesting concept. Like this is something I would like to right. see expanded upon. Well, the, the idea of these machines have artificial intelligence and, Good thing Ben's not here because he would rage. But uh, the idea is that artificial intelligence mm -hmm. has a soul. Yeah, that's what they're trying to get at here. So, well, Lagos call, Lago calls it a miracle when the ghost um, exits mm -hmm. that ship they shot down. So at the end, they both call it a miracle. At the end of episode three, they're in this graveyard of ships, and all of these AI souls are coming out, and that's what makes the super mm -hmm. naked lady in space is all of these right. souls. Super. Ships. I mean, like, like you said, I mean, Ooh. like to give, see, it kind of, it throws me off because it feels like organic machines, right? These things, these ships are organic in themselves. So it's like, where's the line between yes. it being artificial and it being living, breathing. You know, where's the line between that? You know, it's like, where's that sort of um, idea? Because in the, you know, when they were talking about, oh, shoot. What's the, what's the machine's name? I forget. Tracy or something like that. Yeah. When, you know, when they're Tracy? interacting with Tracy? Tracy and Tracy's being glitchy and stuff like that. Um, it, it kind of like came back to it being an artificial intelligence while also being an organic 
sort of breathing creature at the same time in the in the form of a woman obviously a naked woman because why not um mm-hmm. but yeah uh, they're, they're, they're french filthy pretentious so they, savages just give her some clothes <laughs> just give her so some clothes Les femmes. Let's put her in a burlap sack. Um, but uh, yeah. So so um, I I mean, is there some sort of symbology to each of the ships being a woman in spirit? Uh, yes and no. I mean, uh, traditionally, most most more times than yeah. not, um, ships are given women names. They are they are women. They are referred to as women. Yeah, you say she's a beaut. 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 I mean, honestly, you could tell me and I would believe it. Yeah. I speak the French. Looking at you, you Gallic bastard. Je parle français comme un vache. That's what I always say. Hey, you can't say that on TV. That's true. Um... But no, no, I mean, I mean, I thought it was very interesting. Oh, I mean, masculinism versus feminism at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty obvious. I yeah, mean, but, like, yeah. like I said, very on the nose, mm-hmm. very on the nose. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like you have this violent, violent, destructive, masculine um, meeting this nurturing, life-giving, you know, feminine. And so it's like, so it's like, I mean, that maybe nurturing, life-giving is part of the ship i don't know you know i mean it you know this this thing it doesn't really i feel like you know i feel like blood machines is really something you just experience you know i don't really dissect it you know it's kind of you can dissect it as much as you want but it's kind of just all on the nose and kind of just there um i feel like this if you were to blast a whole bunch of carpenter brute or or synth wave and just watch this muted it would be a better experience in general. Yes, 100%. That's what I was hoping for. That's what I was hoping for. It's literally just loud as fuck Carpenter Brut over the visuals. Yeah. Like, great. Well, I think it's also important to note that uh, not all Synthwave is Carpenter Brut. Oh. No, well, oh. Or, or, or Gunship. Um, Carpenter Brut occupies like a... <laughs> as, as niche a genre as Synthwave is, Carpenter Brut... Uh, occupies a sub sub genre that's kind of like a darker synth wave like uh dan terminus is in there perta uh perturbator um dance with the dead all this kind of like dark almost a gothic synth wave right. scan wave you're taking me down avenues scan i didn't Droidata. expect to go but i'm i'm willing to go i'm willing to go there andrew yeah listen to uh listen to zombie hyperdrive it's the same thing as Carpenter. Actually, Brut. when we get done recording this, I'm going to take you on a mind ride with some synthwave that I want to show you. Just for Ooh. a song, I'll share it with you guys. I want we'll to listen come at the same time. I want to come yeah, we'll do a listening journey. journey. It's fine. I'm glad we did this. I'm glad we watched this show. Mm-hmm. I, I, uh, it's a neat little diversion. For yeah. several for several months, I've been looking forward to doing this because I know we talked about it back in the summertime. I think, or even in the spring, we talked about doing this. I, rem- mm-hmm. I think it was, I remember. Yeah, I remember. It was like July or August. We were talking about it, and we've been talking about it for a while. I just, I saw that as soon as I saw that shutter coming to shutter thing, I was just like, yeah. I was like, okay, I've got to experience this. Yeah. Well, I remember Jason brought it up. Yes. 
um, which kind of said he was supposed to be here tonight. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I guess I wanted it to be a little bit simpler and I would have enjoyed it more. Mm-hmm. If they got rid of the plot, it would have been very good. <laughs> but uh, it's there. The acting is there, unfortunately. And this has nothing to do with the actors. It's not their fault. It is 100% the writing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, no, I agree. There was, I guess, a, uh, yeah, sorry. At this point, I, I, I kind of just want to go into good sci fi, bad sci fi. Unless you guys want to talk yeah. about upside down crosses on naked women for a minute. I mean, mm-hmm. what day? Not, not much to say. <laughs> what day of the week do I not want to talk about it? You know yeah. what I'm saying, fellas? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but days uh, of the week that end in Y. I yeah. guess, in terms of good sci fi, bad sci fi, I'm going to start. Uh, I guess it's, it's okay sci fi. Just in the fact that um, I guess what they're trying to say isn't all that complex. They're not asking some pretty heavy questions. They're just more trying to make a statement. A very obvious statement, I guess. Well, I wouldn't say it's obvious, but... Eh. Poor writing. Very poor writing. Mm-hmm. Acting wasn't that great. Music, amazing. The visuals, Great. No matter what we say here, if you have not seen this, why have you made it this far to the cast without seeing it? But you should go and watch it. It's thank you, but why? <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, no, I just like oh yeah. Why? Why have you made it this far into the cast? But thank you for yeah. listening. Um, honestly, go and watch it. It's not that much time out of your life that is considered a waste. You'll enjoy it in some way. I guarantee it. Um, yeah, it's it's okay sci-fi. We'll say that at least. It looks like sci-fi. Got that going for it. Mm-hmm. All right, Bill. All right. Okay. So I love how you shame people. <laughs> I always shame it's people like, for it's if like you have not seen it yet. What the fuck are you doing? Every single episode, you're just like, if you don't know. <laughs> anyway, so I'd say um, just in terms of uh, you know my checklist for sci-fi. Obviously, I feel like it, it doesn't really do much. Uh, for me, I thought it's a cool film. I think it's a cool, cool film. I think it's visually pretty cool. It takes place in space, and that's cool. And I like that, but I really don't think it's good sci-fi. I think it's bad sci-fi, to be totally honest. I, I think that it's like it's one of those things where if you like sci-fi in itself, you might not like this. But if you think like... But if you think like that sort of aesthetic, that 80s synth aesthetic is really cool and you like that, you know, like that eye popping visual, then you might you might find this pretty cool. You th- you might like be like, OK, this is cool to just sort of like I got 45 minutes to kill. Let's watch this. You know, it's not really so much like, a, OK, you've got to sit down. You've got to experience this like. Unless you're on some sort of substance that I don't know about that because I'm, uh, you know, a law abiding American. So. Yeah, we're not in France. <laughs> That's all I got. Bad sci-fi. <laughs> Andrew. Um, I'm going to hit you guys with a uh, an adjective I don't think we've used on uh, this before. I'm going to say underdeveloped sci-fi. Um, there's something there. I mean, there is something there. Um I think you'd have to do a little bit more digging. I think you have to do a little bit more expanding, but there, there is something there. I mean, yeah, it, it's not, you know, incredible sci-fi, you know I mean? It's not going to dethrone 
you know, Ad Astra or, you know, Interstellar or anything like that. But there's um, there's some examinations that I think need to if they had more time, if they had more episodes, I guess um, they could have maybe explored a little bit better. You know, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe, uh, you know, a synthwave artist and uh, two guys who direct um, commercials aren't the best guys to examine like these interesting sci-fi things that uh, are there. You know, you know, I'd like to see, I'd like to see it developed more. Is is kind of what I'm getting at. Um, You know it. It's it's just kind of under underdeveloped. I mean, it's not bad, and I love you know I I love this kind of thing. But yeah, just really underdeveloped in my opinion. Yeah. Andrew, I, I, that's a perfect way to describe it. Really, I mean, I'm glad yeah. Carpenter isn't here. This would be really awkward. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm sure Carpenter we tried to get him. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, Me and Carpenter are gonna fight. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you were like, I tweeted you, and it was the worst day of my life. And to me, yeah, you made was me send a, a tweet. Do you know how long it's been since yeah, I've but... sent a tweet before that one? <laughs> Forever, y- uh, years and years. I haven't tweeted since uh, I uh, posted from uh, Insert Game Here, twitch.tv slash Insert underscore Game underscore Here. Nice plug That's on exactly. live every time I feel like <laughs> being on. It's not um, very often. Well, there you have it. That is our take on uh, what we thought was Carpenter Brut, but is actually other two people. guys, two brothers, <laughs> two brothers um, running in a van. Blood machines. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Uh, as Bill has said, or maybe it was Andrew. Yeah, I said it. Next week we are going to be watching Terminator. One, a movie I've never seen. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting. I mean, you haven't I've seen it. Things. You haven't seen it. So this will be interesting. An interesting perspective to go from yeah, having seen everything else and then going back to this. And honestly, yeah. I feel, oh, well, we'll talk about it next week. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. going to get into it. Yeah. Um, and then, then after that, I believe we have some stuff. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, I hope so. Um, we're covering, uh, was it under the skin covered processor? Uh, no, we are going to be doing, uh, shit. What did we say we're going to do? Doesn't matter. Podcast. Yeah. You're going to do a podcast. We're going to, we're going to have an organized, prepared podcast where you had organized prepared podcasts. And then in the new year, we're definitely going to be hitting the new Mandalorian show. Uh, the expanse season five will be out at that point. We'll be talking about that. So we do have plenty of stuff of coming stuff. coming for the next several months. Uh, oh shoot! So yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Sorry. Um, What's wrong with you? Uh, everything. Everything's wrong with me. But yeah, let's. You know, don't. Yeah. Yeah, I need to stop doing drugs. Okay. All right, folks. Thank you for listening, and until next time.